Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker. Time now for Culture Club. The first few years of the COVID-19 pandemic, we have become quite uh, conscious of just how crucial personal hygiene is in our daily lives. I mean, you've got fear of the virus, obviously, prompting a lot of us to use uh, disinfectant wipes, sprays in our homes, or even outside when you go to the coffee shop, you start to wipe down the table. Uh, so spending, consumer spending, that is, on cleaning products has increased 12% between 2019 and 2021. But some experts have recently found that Excessive use of disinfectants and, you know, cleaning products, not really helpful in the COVID-19 battle. And what it did was increase our exposure to chemicals within these products, some of which are actually quite detrimental to our personal health. Now, the two most concerning disinfecting chemicals commonly used are quads or QACs and bleach. But the worrying part is that the health risks are pin, uh, hard to pin down because exposure is difficult to quantify and, well, it in some cases could take years to develop. So this kind of brings us to a disinfecting dilemma. I mean, are we using chemicals that harm instead of protect? Uh, let's see if we can get more details from Lisa Williamson, who is partner at NatraShield. Uh, we, Lisa, hello. How are you? Hi, Elliot. How are you? Very good. I understand you're in France. Beautiful place. Bonjour. It's good morning for you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about NatraShield, an Australian-owned business manufacturing a range of non-toxic and alcohol-free disinfectants, sanitizers, uh, mold treatments as well. And I understand that your products are based on plant extracts. Tell me more. Absolutely. You know, NatraShield was born out of a need from something, if you recall reading about it, in 2016, um, a place in Australia called Townsville mm. had terrible floods, terrible floods. The beautiful area where the rainforest meets the reef and it's super tropical, just like Singapore. Um, what was happening is, as the water table subsided, we were doing remedial work on these damaged homes and instead of putting toxins back in to the water table which we had done for many 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 years we found a way to use plant extracts and through a fermentation process put together a really um, useful and um, effective disinfectant and sanitizer which controlled the mold for these remedial works so that just happened to come to the fore again during COVID, the need for a non-toxic solution. Mm. Actually, it makes a lot of sense if you think about it, right? Like, especially in the case study of mold, that is a natural formation. So why not something natural to destroy it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And something that doesn't hurt, you know, people, pets, and the planet in the meantime. So we we are at this predicament right now, right? The excessive or potentially excessive use of disinfectants and cleaning products. Not very helpful in the COVID-19 battle, as some experts would say. What's your personal observation? What do you think? Well, you know, my personal observation is, number one, safety, right? Mm, We have to keep ourselves safe. So the last thing that anybody wants to say is, hey, you know, I'm not going to use this disinfectant because I'm afraid of it, right? And I'm afraid of its, its impact. And number two is, as we want to, as humans, and we want to be safe, whether this is personal or within our own business, right, in our business um, atmosphere, what's the best way to stay safe? What's the safest way to stay safe, right? So, 
you know, if it's effective and it's non-toxic, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for that. Is it a myth? I mean, what is the discussion around this? You know, if you spray and wipe down more, it's better. What kind of harmful chemicals should we be aware of, you know, in the disinfectants that we're using? Well, I think there's some, you know, recent and then historical surveys and and the research that's come out, especially from uh, Virginia Tech out of the United States, which was recently republished in the New York Times, which was then picked up again um, and published in the Straits Times recently, um, talking about the increase in incidence in dermatitis and asthma as an impact, a direct impact during COVID. Um, It's double digits Mm. increase. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at uh, two of the most concerning uh, chemicals, uh, disinfecting chemicals uh, that are used, uh, quartz or QACs, (laughs) as well as bleach. Now, if we know that these are harmful, why are they still so commonly used in cleaning products? Is there an uphill battle that companies like yourselves face in terms of convincing people, hey, use the non-toxic option? Yeah, I think the the general thought is, look, the chemicals work, right? And we're not saying the chemicals don't work. We're saying that, hey, there might be a less harmful way to have the same, you know, effects. We're effective. In the older days, at the beginning, um, for some reason, non-toxic solutions became synonymous with non-effective solutions. And that's just not the case anymore. And let's face it, the bigger companies out there who've been there historically have great marketing campaigns. We grew up with this stuff, right? So why change what's working? You know, we just have to take accountability for ourselves. Um, and make a a decision to use these household products in our homes. But, you know, the other thing from a business perspective is more and more companies commercially are moving to ESG and sustainability. And so our main market is actually the commercial market because good practices make for good business. I like how you put it that way. You know, these things work. We've seen mom and dad use it. So why not we use it as well? Uh, Lisa, I'm curious though. Do you face this particular issue? If it's non-toxic means it has to be more expensive. (laughs) Have have you faced this? Yes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there was always that kind of halo effect that you paid for, right? Mm. My, I spent some time also in the oil market, right? Okay. And I can remember when E10 came out and the consumers really wanted something that was better for the environment and they begged for it and we got it out there into the pumps, but it was an extra 10 cents a gallon. And nobody, you know, people just chose the cheaper, <laughs> <laughs> the cheaper choice, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so, So I believe that, you know, the market continues to grow because the consumer is now stating Mm. that they want quality, effective, non-toxic solutions at the same price, an affordable price. So so we can offer that now. Uh Companies can offer that now because the technology's changed, right? The R&D on this new product has now moved to a level because we know what we're doing now as a market. Mm-hmm. And the more common it becomes, uh, the more likely that price point will start to regulate. I am interested, Lisa, in uh, Natural Shield's future plans. What's uh, the company's take on this particular industry moving forward? What do you expect to see? 
Well, we're uh, entrenched in Australia, and we've done very well in Australia, but we have been now um, just moving into the Singapore market. We're focusing right now on the commercial side. Our partners are Spring Mountain Technology, one of 1,500 cleaning companies in Singapore, but they've brought us into their commercial work with um, many great clients who are household names in Singapore. But now we're going online direct-to-consumer. We'll be opening that route up. Uh, direct to consumer in the next two months. And I really feel like looking at this market, I mean, Singapore right now, your household cleaning market is over 88 million US dollars. It's a big market. There's a lot of room for growth. And we're really excited about it. Yeah, I suppose this generation, this timeline is going to be so crucial, right? Because back to our point early on, when our kids start seeing us use this uh, non-toxic option, uh, they'll start using it as well. And then the world shifts that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, as we get used to making those decisions and they become just our natural way of behaving because we're thinking about the planet and the impact and we're having those conversations at the dinner table Mm. or in boardrooms, right? Mm. This important conversation is now running decision-making and business and within the family. The next generation gets better. You know, our kids are educating us sometimes. I don't know about you, (laughs) but I'm certainly hearing more from my children. Yeah, that is the way the world's going right now. I've been speaking with Lisa Williamson, who is a partner at Natural Shield. Uh, Lisa, I appreciate your time. Take care and have a great day ahead. You too. Thanks so much, Elliot. Take care. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.